0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com. From St.
1: Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. It's been one of the most cited statistics in St. Louis this past decade. There's an 18-year gap in life expectancy for people who live in Clayton versus people who live in North St. Louis. The two zip codes are just a few miles apart but offer very different life experiences. Jason Purnell was one of the authors of the report where that statistic originated, and now he hopes to be part of the solution. Purnell is the Vice President of Community Health Improvement at BJC Healthcare. And yesterday, the local healthcare behemoth unveiled a strategic plan that aims to decrease health disparities between the region's richest and poorest residents. And he joins us today to tell us all about it. Jason Purnell, welcome.
0: Thank you very much, Sarah. It's great to be with you.
1: So, Jason, you were a principal investigator for that For the Sake of All report. How did the findings in that report shape this community health plan?
0: Well, you know, there's there's a direct through line uh, from that research. And, and what we said were some of the recommendations, which included creating economic opportunity uh, for folks in our community, uh, focusing on education, uh, investing in mental health and, and quality neighborhoods. So uh, it We've never stopped doing that work. Uh, we were certainly working on implementation as a team uh, uh, through Health Equity Works, and this is a an exciting opportunity uh, to to amplify that work.
1: So this is kind of eight years after that report. A lot of time has passed. There's been a lot of attention paid to these issues in St. Louis. Do you think we're at a point where we're ready to take it to the next level? Are we still on first base?
0: No. I, I tell people I'm the most hopeful that I've been in that uh, last eight years, uh, in part because we have had so much awareness and uh, not just because – Uh, Less than three months after this report was released, Michael Brown was shot and killed in Ferguson. And of course, St. Louis becomes uh, the international epicenter of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, But more recently, we've seen disparities uh, uncovered by this global pandemic. Uh, We've seen the international attention uh, after the murder of George Floyd. Uh, And I'm, I'm seeing institutional actors uh, like BJC and others uh, making serious commitments to to change.
1: So let's talk about what BJC is doing here in particular. I feel like community health improvement, these again are kind of the buzzwords that St. Louis has been working on for the last eight years here. Um, What do you see as sort of the big important parts of this plan?
0: Well, uh, I I talk about three pillars in terms of how we're actually going to advance health equity, and those include uh, BJC's role as an anchor institution, which means uh, thinking seriously about our role as an employer, a purchaser of goods and services, and an investor in our community. Uh, The second pillar is around partnership and collaboration, which means we can't create solutions in our offices. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have to be informed by the lived experiences of people who are uh, dealing with these inequities every day, and, and we have to work with other partners uh, in our community. St. Louis can be a, a very fragmented and siloed place, and we have to better coordinate our activities. And the third pillar is policy. So that's what uh, that was the framework that guided our planning, and it was an inclusive planning process. We. Uh, understand we can't improve community health without the community. Uh, So we had over 200 stakeholders who were part of this planning process, and that was internal and external stakeholders. And uh, four focus areas, uh, the anchor strategy, uh, diabetes and healthy food access, infant and maternal health, uh, and school health and wellness are, are where we're focusing.
1: So those are some big areas you're focusing on. I mean, this is like no less than like all the most important things in life. How can a hospital uh, group, even one as big and, and as prominent as BJC, begin to deal with all of that?
0: Well, uh, you know, we, we lean into what it is we do. Um, one of the, you know, really compelling things about the Anchor Strategy is it's not asking BJC to become a social service agency. It's saying how in the course of doing business – uh, can we accrue benefit to the community? How can we focus uh, our efforts around hiring and purchasing uh, and leveraging our balance sheet to create economic opportunity in places that have faced disinvestment for decades? And we're, we're already beginning to do that work. Um, also, how do we uh, – Look at things like the pilot uh, that that is happening at Christian Hospital around healthy food access for those who are food insecure or, or financially insecure and have uncontrolled diabetes. How do we create hubs within the community for behavioral health uh, and integrate doulas into the the clinical care teams, uh, particularly for Black moms, where we know that that kind of continuous support uh, leads to better birth outcomes. Mm-hmm. So those are the places where we're starting. Uh, And this is a start. So this is a two-year plan, but this is permanent infrastructure within BJC. There is a department that I lead called Community Health Improvement. So I I sometimes push back against the notion that this is an initiative or a program or a project. Mm-hmm. This is the work of BJC.
1: So then why call it a two-year plan if this is, you know, the permanent staffing is there? Is this you're going to reevaluate it in two years?
0: Absolutely. Uh, See if
1: this is the best use of all of these resources.
0: Yes. yes. We've got to have specific goals and, and benchmarks that we're working towards. And, and part of the direction we got from our uh, excellent CEO Rich Lightwig was, uh, we're not planning for five years because we may need to pivot uh, mm-hmm. before five years. We, we're we're going to need to learn from our experiences uh, and, and improve upon them.
1: So you're working with a lot of existing uh, community groups and, you know, in some cases, banks, people who are already doing these things. Is what BJC contributing in a lot of these cases money?
0: Um, there, that is one of the roles that we can play. Um, we we were very explicit in our planning process that there are multiple roles uh, that BJC plays. We are a nonprofit uh, health system. We're not a charitable foundation, um, but there are ways that we can leverage our balance sheet. Um, there are ways in which we're we're partnering with uh, the various hospital foundations. Uh, and, and there are resources to be brought to bear that include human resources uh, and partnerships and relationships as well.
1: So you had mentioned Christian Hospital. This is in North St. Louis County. And I understand a lot of these programs are, are going to run through there.
0: Well, Christian is certainly uh, part of the geographic focus. Uh, North St. Louis County and the city of St. Louis are, are where we're going to start our efforts
1: and And so, how will this work? I mean, people are coming to um, get the health care they need at, at christian hospital that 's when they're sort of engaging with this system and, and go down this path with you uh,
0: for that for that pilot that that we're, uh, that we 've unveiled at christian hospital that 's certainly how people are are identified usually uh, either through the emergency room or or inpatient uh, and screened for food insecurity that 's one of the things we also want to standardize across the system, no matter what hospital. Or, or healthcare setting uh, you encounter, mm-hmm. are we screening people for things like food insecurity in a standardized way and have a standardized uh, uh, method for... Uh, responding to that food insecurity. For so instance. they might
1: come in with, say, a broken leg, something totally unrelated to nutrition. But you're going to use that moment to be like, what else can we help you with Absolutely.
0: here? Absolutely. And and this is, you know, uh, it, it can be a scary term for some folks and, and seem complicated. We call this the social determinants of health, which is simply saying that there are factors beyond health care, uh, several of them. And, and they're quite crucial factors. That actually determine our health outcomes, and they include things like access to healthy food, but also a job, a safe place to live, uh, educational attainment. All of these are our social determinants, and by asking those questions, uh, we can better prepare people uh, for healthy lives.
1: And yet, what's happening at Christian hospital? Uh, you say that's only one that's one pilot that you're supporting that's only one small part of this. So how are other people that you're going to help through this this program? How are they sort of getting engaged with this what you're setting up
0: so it it's not simply um and 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 not even principally uh medical care that we're talking about mm-hmm. uh when we talk about community health improvement it It truly is uh we're looking at how do we partner. Uh, with community-based organizations? For instance, in the the food ecosystem of communities uh, where there isn't always access to fresh fruits and vegetables, how do we help uh, support those organizations?
1: So that they can just serve more people living in those areas. Absolutely. So not targeted at people who are necessarily using BJC for healthcare, just anybody living there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Because that's the only way we're going to make uh, community-level impact
1: yeah so that's that's one example of that just supporting people doing that food stuff how about like when we're talking about um i don't know some of these other partnerships like how will that play out then again it's just bjc sort of supporting what they're doing so they can keep doing the work they're already doing
0: well i can give you a very uh clear example in, in the banking relationships that that we've announced where we've we've said that uh we're making significant deposits in in two financial institutions midwest bank center uh, and the St. Louis Community Credit Union, that is very upstream uh, social determinant work to, to change the social and economic context of community. Uh, we expect that those deposits will be lent uh, for small business uh, creation and, and growth for real estate lending, uh, for personal loans in places where it's very difficult to get access to capital, and it has been for decades.
1: We're talking today to Jason Purnell. He's BJC's Vice President of Community Health Improvement. BJC Healthcare yesterday unveiled a very big plan uh, to try to deal with community health. We do need to take a quick break here, but we'll be back shortly to continue this conversation with Jason. We'll also hear from one of the partners in this effort, specifically dig into that whole banking issue and how that fits into uh, this work. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. And now back to our conversation. Again, we're talking about BJC's new community health plan. And our guest today is Jason Purnell. He's the vice president of Community Health Improvement, um, one of the people behind this. There's a whole lot of people behind this, Jason. It sounds like just getting everybody in the same room, on the same page. This must have been a multi-year effort.
0: Well, it took us about eight months uh, to complete the plan, and we did it all virtually. So, of course, we're doing in the middle of a pandemic. So these were teams' calls Um uh, Multiple of them.
1: Everything gets a little bit harder. Yes. So one of the partners in this, this is the St. Louis Community Credit Union, and we were just discussing before the break um, their role in this, how this is working. So the idea is that to funnel investment into under-resourced communities, BJC is going to work with St. Louis Community Credit Union to give small business and mortgage loans. Here's Alex Finoy. He's the credit union's vice president and head of business services. We are very excited and, and, and honored to partner with BJC uh, in this work. This is who we are as an organization and have been for, for 80 years already. And uh, for them to, to see that and want to support us to, uh, to grow and have a, a, a larger reach and be able to be uh, more of a positive catalyst to, uh, to positive change and uh, evolution in the St. Louis community is, uh, is exciting. And uh, we look forward to having hundreds, if not thousands, of business members that take advantage of this partnership. And that is Alex Fanoy. He's with the St. Louis Community Credit Union as its vice president and head of business services. So, Jason, BJC is is basically putting money into the credit union. And the idea is then they would lend it to people who, who might not otherwise qualify, or this would just increase the amount they're capable of lending?
0: It increases, it, well, it allows them to initiate a small business lending program. They, they didn't have small business lending as, as part of their portfolio before. So it's increasing the access to capital uh, for people who very often do not have access to capital. You know, small businesses were hurt uh, quite badly by the pandemic, and black-owned businesses uh, hurt even more. And one of the things that uh, black-owned businesses, Uh, black business owners note uh, was not just that they they weren't at the head of the line for the PPP loans, mm-hmm. uh, but just traditional- Statistics have
1: proven that out. Yeah. A lot of them got shafted.
0: Traditional bank loans, even before the pandemic, yeah. were harder to get. So this this opens that door of opportunity.
1: And am I understanding this right, that already some of those loans have been issued? Yes. I mean, you guys just announced this yesterday, but parts of it are already kind of up and moving at this point.
0: Yes, I would, I would say our anchor strategy work- uh, is is the furthest along of all the parts of the plan. And, and we're incredibly excited to be partnering with both them and Midwest Bank Center.
1: So how big of a financial commitment are we talking about for this plan as a whole for BJC?
0: Well, I, I, I'm not at liberty to, to share, you know, de- departmental budgets and, and uh, numbers like that. But I can say that, you know, there's a substantial commitment uh, to building out a new Department, um, and and that uh, includes you know staff and uh, all the resources that go with that, and and as I mentioned, you know we're we're partnering as well uh, with our hospital foundations, uh, both the Christian Hospital Foundation, and the Missouri Baptist Foundation, for instance, uh, supported uh, the pilot at uh, Christian Hospital around diabetes and healthy food access. So uh, this is a serious commitment. Uh, both uh, mission-wise and, and financially to this effort.
1: And so the press release announcing this, it referred to these as the first partnerships. Are you in the process of recruiting additional partnerships?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and not just in our anchor space, but in the work around uh, infant and maternal health, we're, we're talking to community-based doulas around how we intentionally and, and uh, authentically and equitably partner with community-based doulas uh, who have such wisdom in terms of uh, supporting uh, moms and babies. Uh, We're also looking at partners in the the school health space, uh, particularly around behavioral health in the Mm -hmm. school health space. We know that children have uh, suffered greatly during this pandemic. We're seeing uh, suicide rates uh, skyrocketing among younger and younger Uh, people in our in our community and and across the nation so uh, we have significant work to do and we understand BJC cannot do this work alone Mm -hmm. Uh, and very often it's following not leading um, amplifying and championing things that are happening on the ground and could have greater impact uh with greater visibility and, and support.
1: It's interesting to hear you talk about that, that the importance of championing <clears throat> championing people already doing this work. I know Mercy, a different hospital chain, they kind of stepped in a little bit on the doula front. You know, they wanted to partner with this amazing doula organization doing work in North County, and it ended up feeling to that organization, the Jamaa Birth Village, that they were not respected, that Mercy was just kind of trying to use their resources. BJC is even bigger than Mercy. How do you make sure you're not subsuming some of these smaller organizations. You want to work with them, you want to support them, but it's got to be hard to you know not overstep.
0: Well, this is why it is absolutely at the center of everything that we're doing. Um, I have a director. Her name is Danisha Bohannon. She is our director of partnerships and collaboration. She comes to BJC from the Missouri Foundation for Health. She lives in North St. Louis. Um, everything we do has to be informed by by people on the ground living this experience. And we have to have dedicated infrastructure, uh, and we are building that infrastructure for not just having token voices at the table, mm-hmm. um, but having real involvement. Um, so uh, in the case of, of uh, working with doulas, just being showing up with, with humility in those conversations and knowing that we're going to have to work to build trust and that that's going to take time. Uh, but we cannot do anything to or for the community. We have to do with uh, the community, and and that means uh, showing up with some humility.
1: So you've talked about this as being a a long-term commitment, but also a two-year plan, and, and that there might be some pivots that are made at the end of that two years. In our final minute or so here, how will you judge success for these first two years and everything that's now underway, there's so much in this plan. It, it seems very complicated to figure out, is it working and is it working fast enough?
0: Well, I think we have to be realistic around the fact that uh, these disparities took decades uh, to, to solidify mm-hmm. and we're not going to change them overnight. Uh, but we can make incre- incremental progress towards Uh, Some goals, and and we're going to have very clear metrics uh, that help us to understand, uh, for instance, how much resources flowing into community, uh, what kinds of changes are we seeing in terms of people's outcomes with respect to diabetes, and, and what kind of new access is there to the resources that people
1: need. Well, it's been great to hear about this program. I'm sure we'll be talking more about this as it continues. Jason Purnell, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, sir. And Jason is BJC's Vice President of Community Health Improvement. You can learn more about this initiative. We have a story on our website. That's stlpr.org. This episode was produced by Kayla Drake with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Doerr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here.